Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to TGIF. Thank God it's forever where Jesus most definitely comes first. This once again is Chapter Andrew teaching the unchangeable word of God. Listen to this theme song and you'll know. It's me. Hello guys. Welcome back again to this week's episode of TGIF. Thank God it's forever where Jesus does most definitely come first. I want to give you a little uh, excerpt about uh, last Saturday. I am so sorry, guys. I've been working extra long shifts overnight now at uh, a place called Cernan Sons Produce. And I really was dead tired. And we just got back from the dealership and got ourselves a brand new 2021 Chevy Equinox. And thank God that we had the good credit to do so. But... I got so tired, I went on the show that night, and I was doing just okay, and the next thing you know it, there was like five, ten minutes of silence where I fell asleep during the show. (laughs) So instead of leaving you guys in the loop and letting you hear about five or ten minutes of exhaustion and tired, I just deleted the episode, and then I do what's called a throwback episode. So before I start that, I want to say one quick thing, and then we'll talk about a throwback episode in a second, but I want to welcome back once again my friend of nine years, Mr. Chris over there. Hello, Chris. Hello, Andrew. And say hello to the listeners, because they loved you last week. Um, I want to say praise the Lord, everyone. Uh, I am thanking the Lord for the privilege of being here on this broadcast. Like I said, and I'm going to do one thing before we start, and I, I just want my listeners' personal opinions because, you know, it, it all, it, with podcasting, Chris, it all depends on the listeners. And if the listeners like what's going on, you got you to, gotta, you know, you got to do what the listeners like going on. It's like when I do my recipe shows, because there are some times where I give out a... Like one time I gave out a bear claw recipe where I made like a little miniature like a triangle shaped apple pie with the nuts on top. It was so delicious. And oh man, I couldn't have none of it because it's all sugary. But I gave the recipe out. I did the recipe during the show and people just love it. So, and I go in advance and I tell them this is the recipe show for next week and come join us and you get a recipe. But when you when you know what the listeners like like that for an example you got to do what the listeners like so i want to get the listeners personal opinions and this is just an opinion it doesn't mean that doesn't mean that it's going to be absolutely that way cuz it's all it all depends on god as well but with the listeners and them being the listeners here and listening into the show which i know i said listeners way too many times sometimes i do <laughs> But with the listeners here, I want you guys to, by way of showing it by the downloads that we get this week and by what's going on, because like I told Chris um, 
previously before we started the show. When I when I went live last week and Chris finally called in and we got to doing some talking and he we talked about Jehoshaphat and all these other different things and Chris knew what he was talking about. You guys, the listeners, loved it when he was on because I've never and I and I thank God for this reason because it's only God and not Chris. Chris is just being used by God. But I mean, we got off that show and the next day I had ten different countries in a week. I've never in my lifetime, and let's give the Lord a clap offering on that note for that right there. And we thank you, Lord, because it's only you that does what, it's only you that does that for us, Lord. It's not because we did something, it's not because we're special, and it's not because that, you know, I'm Andrew and he's Chris and I'm a chaplain and I'm special. It's all because of you, Lord, and you do what you do. So when you bring the listeners in because of, the reasons that we do for you, then thank you, Lord, for bringing in those listeners. It's not our will, but your will. And you guys, the listeners, will know about what that is in just a minute because I'm going away ahead of myself. But uh, so here's the question for my listeners and, and show us by way of your downloading. If you want to make a comment onto the show, you can always make the comments as well. If you're using the app, you can comment that way as well. If you are not new to the show and you know the email address, you can also email me. Call me with the number at uh, 302-448-8443. Again, it's 302-448-TGIF. Whatever way you want to show your answer, let us know by whatever it is you do, downloading or giving us you know, uh, a message through the chat or whatnot, so email or phone call, but... If you guys like Chris on the show and want him to continue, just show, show your appreciation for it by doing what you normally do, which is downloading the show and listening to it and whatever else you want to do. But if you guys like him on here, want him to continue because we had fun last week. But if you guys want this to go on, then please let us know that. And I, I guarantee you that you guys will do your part in this because... It's it's just a blessing. I, I and I tell this to a lo- I tell this to my listeners all the time, Chris, because this is the way this all started. Let me give you a brief, quick history. I'll talk more than Chris will today because he's not feeling so well, guys. We will be praying for him as well in the show because you know the the answer to all things is prayer. Whenever God went through something, it always said that He went off to a desolate place to rest and pray. Every time, whenever, when, when God went to the Garden of Gethsemane, before he was betrayed by Judas, before he went to die on that cross, he went to the dry, desolate place and he prayed, if it be your will, Lord, let this cup pass for me. So, in every aspect, when Jesus went through something, he always resorted to prayer. Because prayer, answer, prayer is the answer to everything. Because your phone call, your connection to God is praying. There's no other way that you can connect to God. You can't cut yourself just enough. You can't cause physical pain just enough. You can't, you know, utter some weird chanting, and expect God to come down and say, here I am, I loved your chant, it was beautiful. (laughs) No, you can't do anything but pray to get God's attention. Because God answers prayer. He doesn't answer anything else but prayer, no matter what. He, some of these people out there, and I'll tell you what, Chris, that do all these chantings and they dance around the fires and they and they, they chant to Mother Earth and Father Sky and 
God's just looking at him going, man, look at those weirdos. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be mean to nobody, but it's just... It, and, and the scripture also says this. It says that I think one of the disciples now, Chris might know this. I don't know the exact name of the disciple, but he says, he says, okay, you go, you make an altar. You put a sacrifice on that altar. You prepare that sacrifice and you call to your God and you, you call to your God. And I want to see your God come down. So the uh, false prophet put down that sacrifice he called to his god he cut himself he he pretty much did a liar liar experience where he says i'm beating my butt do you mind he kicked his butt so much and that god never showed up for nothing that guy i guarantee you by the time he got done was so beat up by himself because of what he tried to do nothing happened so the god's prophet dug a trench put water in it built the altar put the sacrifice on there god came down sucked up the water drank it all and consumed the sacrifice and burnt the altar i think i know who won that that one <laughs> of course god won that one but with that being said let us know if you want Chris to continue and stuff. And it's just truly a blessing to be with him today because, and like I'd say, it's hard to do to work overnights and be able to talk to people like Chris and friends like that because of overnight shifts. But with him being on here, it's just a blessing because not only do we get to talk, but we get to talk about you, God. And we get to talk to the listeners out there and we get to proclaim what it is you want us to say. And I've learned, Lord, to just accept the fact that if you want it to be a salvation message, then let it be. Because I, I know I'm tired of that salvation rut, but if you want it to be salvation, then we'll just let it be salvation. Whatever you use these lips of clay to speak, Lord, do it. So that being said, uh, so I was talking earlier about throwbacks so what i basically do though chris is when i can't do something like if i'm too exhausted or i'm too sick or i take a previous episode i download it whatever god wants them to hear again i download it and then i stick it into my speaker i and i, and I instead of going live and doing the show on the website you just you can post an upload of the file and then and then you put in your basic tags like normal your description your show title just like you normally would but then i put re-preach on there or throwback and then i just hit post and it instantly post that show again to my spreaker or to my podcast so that gives them the opportunity to listen to something that i feel god wants them to hear again but it, it also gives me the opportunity to still do something even though physically i can't you know do it live but at least I get to do something. So that's one of my throwback messages where I just throw something back that I've done before to at least give them something. So that way there's not, because some people can get sick for a couple of weeks and then if you have a couple of weeks of silence on the show, then people are going to say, well, where did he go? So I at least give them something. I come on and say, hey guys, I'm not feeling good or whatnot, but here is a throwback message. I hope you enjoy it. And then I throw it back and then, after the show's done, after that message is over, I say, that was the throwback message, guys. And I wanted to say, this is TGIF saying that we love you and blah, blah, blah. And I talk a little bit, but I only talk during the beginning and during the end of it. That way, I'm not stressing myself to uh, to do something that I physically can't do. So, But it's a good, it's, it's a good idea. 
And it's one of those things that I do. That way, at least it gives them something to listen to. So with that being said, guys, come on, let us know what's going on. If you want Chris to be on, then that's perfect. But if you, it, it all depends on you guys and God, because God is the ultimate say-so of everything. So if you want Chris to be here, let us know that. And then we'll consult that with God, because, you know, like I said, prayer is the answer to all things. If you, God, the Bible says, see, ask or pray and you shall, what? It shall be given to you. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened. It also says that it says uh, be anxious or worry about nothing. But in everything with prayer and supplication let your request be known to God. So there's several passages more than that in the Bible that talk about praying, praying, and praying. So let's get into a few brief announcements. Number one. And everyone, I know I say this a lot, but I don't want to keep repeating this because you're going to see in a minute how much of a breath it takes me to do this. But go to communitycloud222 at gmail.com spelled C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-Y-C-L-O-U-D 222 at gmail.com. See how much of a breath it takes me to repeat that over and over again? But I'll tell you why I say I don't want to have to repeat that again in a minute. So go to Community Cloud. What can you do there? Well, number one, you can send me all of your prayer requests. Anything you have prayer for, you can send it to me at communitycloud222 at gmail.com. But if you would like to uh, have a shout out on the show, you can send me your first name, your city, and your state. And I'll shout out to you on TGIF where Jesus does most definitely come first. And here's here's what a shout out is. Yes. um, I want to give a shout out to... Emma Watson in the UK. Uh, you may know her from the Harry Potter movies, and uh, Sabrina Ann Lynn. And that is a shout out. And I'll give you another example. This is a shout out to my pastor and his wife, Doctors Jerry and Cheryl Piscopo from the beautiful Roseville, Michigan. Hello, guys. Hope you guys are doing well, and I'll be calling you guys as well soon. And like I say, if you don't have a home, Evangel's there to stretch you, to pray for you every day of the month. So if you put a prayer request in for the next 30 days, they'll do nothing but pray for you. And if you want to come in and visit them, you feel free to. They're on Utica Road between Gratiot and 12 Mile on Utica Road in the beautiful city of Roseville, Michigan. And if you so, and again, their name is Evangel Christian Churches. Their telephone number is 586-773-6568. Again, it's 586-773-6568. And let them know when you, when you call them that you heard about them from TGIF, where Jesus does and absolutely most definitely does come first. Also, Here's something that's cool, too, because, you know, I gave you their telephone number. I'm going to give you a second number. You can call me at 1-302-448-8443. Again, that's 1-302-448-TGIF, where Jesus does, again, most definitely and ultimately comes first in everything we do. Also, like I said, times have changed. So Worship Tuesdays is now the original Worship Saturdays. And my second worship Saturdays was a bust. I understand that, guys. But thank you for being, thank you for uh, being faithful and being. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Lord? 
and being considerate of me and not just leaving because, you know, I goofed it up. I guarantee you there are good podcasters out there, like my radio host, Mike Savage, who's now just a podcaster. He's goofed it up. So people who've been in the radio business for many years can still goof it up. So I'm not the only one that goofs it up out there. So thank you for being uh, considerate and not leaving just because I goofed up once or twice. Because actually I fell asleep twice during that episode. And I tried not to too. I was dead tired, I'm telling you. But keep an eye out for that as well, Worship Saturdays. We'll be doing nothing but worship God. And once I get the sound coming from my tablet into the mixer so Chris can hear it, then he'll be able to also be a part of Worship Saturdays as well. What's cool about that is because Worship Saturdays is nothing but worshiping God. We do not have a message unless God speaks it. Like if I play a song, say, smile, and God gives a message or gives a word to me or Chris or me or whoever's on here of that specific term of smile or whatever the song is, if God speaks to us through the music, then we'll definitely say something that God has us to say. And that's what me and Steve used to do all the time. Steve would say, I got a question about that song. What about this and that? And he'll mention something that's said in the song, and then we'd get into a whole topic about that, and we weren't trying to. But that's just the way God is, guys. God God never is a God who's predictable. Amen, Chris? Amen. God is very unpredictable. The minute you think that, okay, this is the way it's going to work. This is the way it's going to work because it's always done that. God's always done that right there. That's that's the exact time that God goes, okay, I'm going to do this right here now. And you go, wait a minute, God, you usually do that. Why didn't you do that? I was ready for that. I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> but with that being said, God's never predictable. It, he 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 to me is like a a multi mix flavored soda pop. Just because you might taste Sprite today doesn't mean it's going to be tasting Sprite today. It might be Diet Coke tomorrow. You'll never know with God because God. God's mercies are new every morning. So he might not change specifically, but his mercies are new every morning. So God is an unpredictable God who you'll never expect. And and that's why a lot of people, because see, this is one thing I will say about me and Chris. We're not going to get into do too detailed about Chris specifically right now, but with me and Chris, we have disabilities, Okay. The state declared us that we are, and in my book, the state declared me as I went through my court hearing that I am clinically insane, and I beg to differ. Just ask Chris, if you see some of my crazy inventions I got out there, you would beg to differ. I am clinically insane, because what's some of my crazy inventions out there, I mean, they actually work. You can turn them on and everything. So with my crazy inventions out there, I'm not clinically insane. I'm just eccentric. But... We got some disabilities out there, and I just lost my train of thought where I was going at. Let me think now. Where was I going at here, Lord? Oh, me and Chris got mental disabilities, and see, that's why people back then thought Jesus was crazy. They thought Jesus was crazy because of the things he did and and the way he did things. People literally thought he was a psychopath, even though he wasn't. 
That's why Jesus. They, that's why they thought Jesus was mentally disabled when he wasn't. But because of all the things that he did, that wasn't the norm. See, that's that's the difference between a normal person and a mentally ill person. Is a normal person does the norm that always is done, always will be done, and what he's always did. See, a mentally ill patient won't do what they always did. They'll do something different again. And it's not because it's a bad thing, It's but it's because God's using them in different areas. Because see, when you're disabled like this, it opens your mind up to the spiritual world in good and bad ways. That's why Jesus, when you come to know Christ with these disabilities, that's why Jesus uses those to steer you in the right direction too. But... With that being said, people thought Jesus was crazy. They thought he was crazy for the things he did and the things he spoke about. How, And one good example is he says, I'll tell you what, I'll tear down this temple and I'll rebuild it in three days. Now, they thought he was crazy. They said, you can't, that took us 10, 20, 30 years to build that. That temple stone is not going nowhere. It took us forever to build that. And you're going to build rebuild that in three days? But see, what they didn't know is it wasn't that he was crazy and was going to say he was going to tear down the, the stone temple. What was going to happen was is he was going to die and in three days rise again. That's the temple he was talking about. But see, they thought the guy was nuts talking about the temple falling down. And it's like, what do you think uh, Joshua felt, felt at the Battle of Jericho when God told him to march around there? He marched around there six, seven times and nothing happened. Not a thing. Not even a crack in the wall. Finally, he leered that seven. He reared that wall. And he got there and finally hit that finish line and said seven. And boom, the whole wall just fell to pieces. So even he, even Joshua thought, God, are you okay? Are you thinking clear today? Why are you telling me? To, I haven't seen a crack in this wall yet, God, but this wall is supposed to fall down. You told me it was supposed to fall down. I mean, what do you think? What do you think Noah felt when God told him to build the ark? He goes, "Are you okay, God? There has been no floods in this area for years. There's nothing here, Lord. It hasn't rained. It hasn't." Well, God did say He was going to. You need to build a boat, but Noah probably thought God was crazy too because of what God said. But it, it, every time that God told somebody to do something. That's when it all happened. It's just, it's like this. I was writing a story once, a book once, Chris. I never actually finished it. Probably, well, it's too complicated to write. It was basically a journal log of every disciple and each one of them about their days walking with Jesus, what they would have thought, felt, and thought, think and felt. And in the middle, in, right in the beginning of my book, I said, uh, I was talking as Peter, because I chose him first. And he goes, who's this man? He sounds absolute nuts. He's telling me that I need to drop my fishing nets and follow him. Who does he think he is? Well, because that, that's probably the first thing Peter thought about when he met Jesus. Like, who are you to tell me to drop my nets and follow you? I don't know who you are. I don't know if you're some serial killer. I don't know anything about you, but you're telling me to do that. Are you okay? I mean, that, it's just the way it is. And when Jesus called us first, when he called me first, I thought he was nuts. I'm like, huh? You want me to what? 
I'm like, I don't think that's, I don't think that's possible. And it's, uh, we'll get into more of that in a minute because I'm going to be getting too much into my, uh, message before the message even starts. But keep an eye out for Worship Tuesdays. Well, actually, Worship Saturdays. Also, keep an eye out for the Rumble, where we'll be shaking the heavens, we'll be rattling the earth, and rumbling against the principalities of darkness and evil. Here's what we're going to do. Back in the day, when boxers used to fight, there it was called a rumble. In the 20s and 30s, was it was a a rumble in the ring. They'd get into the ring and they'd box. But... The Bible does. The Bible says that we don't rumble or fight against what flesh and blood, but of principalities of darkness and evil. Amen. Amen. So that means, guys, that we don't fight against each other, even though we do, because it says brother against brother and sister against sister. But what that also means is that we are fighting in this day and age spiritual wickedness and darkness in high places. That means Satan is about to be unleashed onto the earth. He's pretty much already here now. His demons are. He's going to be unleashed to the earth for a thousand year reign. And he's going to torture each and every one of us. But it's going to look good though. It's going to look so good. He's going to show all these TV screens. All these different channels going. Look at that. There's a bomb over in Syria. They're fighting over there. And then he's going to get onto one big giant microphone. He's going to say peace be still. I command you in the name of God, peace be still and don't fight no more. And he's going to sound so good and so like God to where everything is going to stop. We're all going to become great friends again. And the next thing you know, we're all in trouble. Because he's just going to be like Adolf Hitler. When he when Adolf Hitler promised absolute everything to everybody and gave them nothing. Gave him daily squat. That's the way the devil is. He's gonna. Uh, how many times? And I and I. I'm gonna ask you a quick question, Chris. How many times have has the devil offered you the world and gave you diddly crap? <laughs> I I lost count. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I lost count too. I I remember a couple things the devil promised me, but never came to pass. He says, "Oh yeah, I'll give you that. You, you can give me that." But see, and you know, you know, it's the devil and not God when it doesn't come to pass. And you if know, it comes to pass, you know, it's God because God cannot lie. Right. And you know why it's not God either? Because when he says bow down and worship me, that's a different story. He did the same thing with God. He says, you know, what? I'll give you everything you see here. But then gave God diddly squat because technically he can't give God what God already owns. I can't say, I got you a watch, Chris, that you already owned. It's your watch to begin with. How can I give it to you? So, but he says, bow down and worship me. I'll give you everything you see here. And God says, thou shalt not test the Lord. That, no, thou shalt, thou shalt worship God and God alone. So with that being said, he's tried it and he's offered me so much. I mean, in my old lifestyle, and I'll tell you this, Chris, that I had almost everything I could have wanted. And I tell us to my last church, I had everything but the ring. I had the man. I had everything. I had the great life. I could have been rich and wealthy with this person, and I chose not to. But Amen. you know what, though? It's better for me in the long run because I don't care how, how, how rich that person is, how much that person can give you everything and make you happy. 
But when you get to hell, do you think you'll be any more happier with all that money you used to have? Absolutely not. One of the richest men in the Bibles, and I forgot his name, he says, I have everything I could imagine. I have 70 concubines. I have seven virgins. I have all these women. I have all this money. I have all these jewels and diamonds and gold. I have this kingly ship. I have everything that I could want. He said, but I do not have the love of God. The wisest man in the Bible says, I have everything but the love of God. And that's the thing. When we get into this materialism and possessions of materialism stuff, and it's it's fine to have things. You can have yourself a nice, fancy, you know, five ten thousand dollars computer if you want to. And these TV preachers out there who have fancy cars, my pastor in Michigan has has fancy Cadillacs. He buys them, uses them, fixes them up. But if you want to have fancy things, it's fine. But don't make that your God. Don't make that the center of your attention to swindle money to get fancy things. God still wants you to live fancy and live with... It, it doesn't say anywhere in the Word that God wants you to be broke, poor, and homeless and on the streets here on earth. Never does it say that. Because if you think about it, Chris, nobody in the Bible actually suffered. None of the disciples suffered. They always ate. They always had clothing. They always had some kind of shelter. They always had a place to stay. So they never actually suffered at any reason. And they sailed in big ships. Oh, I know. They lived luxury. Jesus yes. was on a big ship and relaxing down in, in the belly of the ship. He's, he's over there sleeping. Jesus was sleeping. And, and I never thought God would sleep because the Bible says that God never slumbers or sleeps. But Jesus was all man at that moment. He was man and spirit at that moment. And Jesus was sleeping on the bottom of the boat when they came by and said, Don't you, don't you care that we perish? The first thing God thought to his mind is like, uh, do I really have to? Okay, I will. Gets up, he says, peace be still, the storm stops. You know what the next thing he did, Chris? He went back to sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> he probably was saying, you interrupted my sleep for this? No, he didn't say that, but it was, it was it's, just, it's funny because they, they interrupted his sleeping time. But see, I think God got them back, too, because when God told them to stay awake for an hour and watch them pray, they fell asleep. Can't you stay awake for an hour? So I think God got them back at that point, too. So, but, uh, yeah, they never suffered. They never had, you know, lack. There was a woman, I'm remembering, this is not the topic I wanted to talk about right now, but we can talk a little bit about it. I remember that woman in the Bible who the prophet came up and he says, woman, bake me a cake. She says, I can't do that. She says, I don't even have enough for me and my son to last one meal. We got to make this last a whole month. He's like, woman, bake me a cake. She goes, I would love to, but I can't. This is all that we have left. She showed him. This is it. He goes, and he got, he kind of got mad and in God though. He says, woman, and his his tone of voice got even sterner. And you got to remember in word the word when it says his tone of voice got sterner. You got you got to make sure you say that because if I just said woman bake me a cake again, it sounded like you know he was just you know all happy go lucky kind of thing. But no, God got mad at her when she wasn't honoring God. And God does that in the word sometimes. He says, "Woman," his stern voice, "bake me a cake." So she did. 
And what happened? Her vats of oil overflowed. Her cornmeal overflowed. She had so much flour in that house. I don't think, I don't think she could actually lack for the next ten years with how much she had. <laughs> Praise God. So in every circumstance, God does not want you to lack because what you lack, God makes up for your lack. So God wants you to live abundantly. She lived very abundantly for ten years. With, I'm just guessing ten years, but lived very abundantly with all that oil and cornmeal she had. I guarantee you, she probably let the neighbors come over for dinner the next day. She had so much to. She had so much there. I mean, as long as you're doing for God and doing what God wants you to do, and that's why we're here. Because quite frankly, and I'll be honest, Chris, and I'll be honest with God because God already knows though, but I kind of said to myself, do I really need to do a show? I am tired. I would love to just sleep the day away and do nothing. But I can't do that because if I do that, then God will say, you know what? I had that word that I wanted you to speak and, you know, and like I said, you never know where someone's coming from because somebody might come up to the show and might just tune in but just by... Uh, not a coincidence, because God's not a coincidence, but divine appointment and say, you know what, I'm going to listen to this. This sounds interesting. And who never knows, they might be going through something that you're talking about right then and there. And if I miss out and not, that's why the Bible says don't forsake the assembly of others. Because if you miss out the opportunity for God to use you, because people at home go, well, I, I had a great Sunday service. I watched it on TV. Oh, Jimmy Swaggart had the greatest. Oh, Joel Osteen had the greatest message. They might have had the greatest message that really thrilled you and and uh, really gave you the goosebumps and God really spoke to you. But the Bible says don't forsake the assembly of others. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't watch it on TV because TV ministries are fine as long as they're doing what God wants them to do instead of hoarding money and claiming that you need to take this check and sprinkle salt on it and send it back to me, and I'll, and God will bless you for it. <laughs> Bull crunch, he will. There's nowhere in the Bible does it say that God's said to pour salt on a check. Back then, there was no such thing as checks. The only thing that I see that, that God actually had blessed, and some uh, TV ministries do, but they do it out of money, as I say, and I want you to put your donation seed amount on this handkerchief. No, Paul, I think it was, had hank, anointed handkerchiefs from God. And people that touched them were being healed from leprosy and diseases and stuff. And it was the most miraculous thing ever that God used a handkerchief. But when these TV preachers say, well, put your, your seed offering amount on that handkerchief. Well, why? So they can see what we give you before you even get it. So that way it's not a surprise no more. But it's just, there are some out there who are just, you know, I don't care to listen to anymore. And I thought they were good people until I found out what the true meaning of them is. But that's okay. But there are some out there who are good TV ministers. And if you watch it on TV, that's fine. But the Bible says don't forsake the assembly of others. That means if you're, if you're at home watching it on TV, how can you be of assistance to somebody? If somebody really needs you and God wanted to use you, but now they can't. He can't because you're at home. How do you how do you expect to do God's will if you're at home instead of at church? So with that being said, it's okay to watch them on TV. TV ministries are great when you're sick, when you can't get up, can't get out of your bed. Great. Watch one. Most churches nowadays, I just found out too today, well, Sunday, because we went to a state of the church address where they talk about what's going on in 2021. 
And a lot of churches have their own uh, stream through the internet of their services. And I just found out that my own church here in Ohio has a radio station that if you wanted to, if you didn't want to come in, like if you wanted to without coming into the uh, the service, say you're going to be like 15, 20 minutes late, but you didn't want to come into the actual uh, church to be, uh, so you weren't uh, dis- uh, disturbance, you can tune the radio in the parking lot and listen to the service through the radio. It's one of the coolest things I found out about my church. I got to let the, my wife know about that. She'll be thrilled to hear about that. So that way, if you if you don't want to go in, you can still listen to it in the parking lot. And that's great because if a non-believer decides to, to to drive by and hear something and then stop in the parking lot and see what's going on, they just might get saved from it. That's when he did the uh, the parking lot services, Chris, when they did the drive-thrus with the cars. He had a radio station set up to where in that parking lot you could tune into a frequency and hear the show, which is cool because it reminds me of the olden days in the 50s and 60s when when they had the radio preachers on there like Jimmy Swagger, you go, and God says you need to be redeemed from sin, and you can hear him on the radio in your old car. It was cool. So it's cool. I want, and and I tell this to my listeners all the time, I wanted a radio station. I wanted to do exactly that. You drive in your car, you tune into a station, you hear this guy here. But I argued with God. God told me through my buddy Tom, he says, do a podcast. I argued so much. I said, God, that's not a turn-the-dial station. I want to be able to turn that dial. I want you to be able to hear me in your car. And God says, nope, that's not you. I even went as far as to find someone to build me an antenna. He says, if I find someone to build you an antenna, build another who wants an antenna as well, I'll build you one. I said, good. And I said, it goes how many miles? He goes, about 13 miles. I said, good, I'll take it. Lo and behold, he found nobody who wanted an extra antenna. The guy who wanted to want it first bailed on him. So I never got the antenna. And then I finally threw my buddy Tom said, fine, I'll do it. And ever since then, I still did not have that antenna, but I'm still broadcasting to the world. And the thing, I only wanted to go 13 miles down the road. The thing of going around the world to talking to people that I don't even know who they are. I don't even know what their culture is. I don't even know what their language is. But for some, and for, for however it happens, that their little app that they get that tunes me in can translate to their language is just absolute beautiful. To think that I don't have to leave my living room and buy an airfare ticket to fly around the world and preach the gospel. I can do it straight from my living room chair. And speak in every language possible without even having to speak it. So with that being said, guys, <clears throat> we're going to take one day out of the week, though, for the rumble. And we're going to do nothing but pray, preferably at midnight. Now, here's the crazy thing. Why do I say at midnight? And Chris will agree with me on this, that darkness loves darkness. Amen, Chris? Amen. Darkness loves darkness, and that just doesn't mean evil spirits, but your room. For an example, if you turn all the lights off, is there darkness in your room? Yes, there is. Now, if you turn all the lights on, is there darkness no longer in your Is there darkness in your room? Of course there's not, because the darkness is now into the other room where it's dark, because darkness is attracted to darkness, and it does not like the light, even a physical light of a lamp or the sun. Because God created those anyways. But we're going to take one day out of the week at midnight and pray 
against the darkness. We're going to display the light of we're going to take God's God's chain and go and click that chain and turn on his light. We're going to display the light of Christ and we're going to pray against darkness. We're going to pray for the for you the listener. We're going to pray for the ministry. We're going to pray for the government. We're going to do nothing but pray one worship song and pray. And we'll probably end the show with a end the uh the rumble with a worship song as well but it's just going to be pray praying and fighting in the spirit as i said the bible says we don't rumble or fight against flesh and blood but of principalities of darkness and evil so we're going to do nothing but pray against the evil and display god's love so that that way god can be ultimately praised just like the bible um it says that uh fear is false evidence appearing real Um, many times we're fooled by the enemy stepping it up. He makes us feel fearful over things or anxious or worried. And, uh, there should be no worry, anxiety or, or fear to begin with because what, what's coming up against you that you may be experiencing even though you think it's real it's false evidence appearing real which jesus said and um it's not real even though you may think it's real it's not not real you can say to me well i feel it and that's true it's uh the enemy coming up against you and you got to listen to the scripture. Um, if you have a concordance Bible or go on the internet and type false evidence appearing real said by Jesus, if you say if something like that is uh, type, typed in on a search engine like duckduckgo.com or google.com, I don't know what your favorite search engine is. Um, use a concordance bible and and find the scripture that's talking about this because i feel that there's a lot of fearful people in the audience right now that may fear their own government i don't know what it may be but the lord's telling me to speak this word Mm -hmm. right now go ahead chris and and uh go to the internet, unless you have a concordance Bible, um, maybe you can look up a concordance Bible on the internet. Just experiment with with the search engines on the internet and type false evidence appearing real. What Jesus thought fear was. Something like that. And read the scripture that you're guided to and meditate on it and your fears uh should become diminished they're not going to go away but they should be diminished and i just want to say that that's a word from the lord that i i just got and um he's using me to distribute it to uh some at least at least a couple people in the audience or people that are going to download and listen to this uh podcast amen 
and the best book if I if I can request if I could say the best concordance in the entire concordance sphere is 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 the Strong's concordance. Strong makes the best concordance you can ever get. So if you ever get a chance to, even if you find one from the 1980s, it's still one of the best concordances you can read. A Strong's Concordance is top of the line. Me and my wife both got the Strong's Concordance at our house, and she uses that in her school biblical studies. And the Strong's Concordance is the best. It's the closest translation to the Hebrew you can get with the Strong's. <clears throat> so with that being said, like I said, darkness still loves darkness no matter what. And like Chris said, and sometimes the devil makes it sound so good. And here's a good example. You go to the casino. You spend some money. Say you spend 100 bucks, and you, you win almost 1000 So you're so happy, right? Then all of a sudden, the devil sounds so good. Yeah, you're going to win some more. So you put that back in there, and you lose every last drop of it. And you walk out bummed out. Why? Because the devil made it sound so good. He says, yeah, you just won that. You're going to win more. The devil makes it sound so good that the blessing you just had that came from God, he snatched it right from you. He says, I'll take that from you. You don't need that. You don't need that. I'll take that from you. So that's what I'm saying. And that's what Chris said, too. It, he makes he makes it through two different avenues, fear, but he also makes it sound so good and plausible. That's the way, and Chris will agree with me when I say this, but that's the way he uses to twist the scriptures to make it sound so Christian. Amen, Chris? Amen. That's what I call Christianese, where you sound Christian, you talk Christian, and Jesus loves you no matter what. You can be gay and he'll love you. Bull crunch. Excuse my French, but bull crunch. See, he twists the scriptures so well that he makes it sound so Christianese that you think it's straight from God's own mouth and it's not. And I want to let everyone know that the Bible is no mystery to the devil. He knows every scripture by heart. He knows Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled by the enemy. <laughs> he knows that word like the back of his hand. Yes. <laughs> he can tell you where every vein of scripture is in there. Oh, that, that's that vein of my hand. That's where that scripture is. Don't forget how long the enemy has been around. The enemy has been there since the beginning of time. When Jesus and the angels were all around God's throne at that time, because the angels were there, Lucifer was one of the head angels. He brought all the angels into worship and praise to God. He was in what we retrospect call the worship leader. He was the worship leader of heaven. That guy back then, Lucifer, had so many pipes on him, Chris, that he sounded majestic. He could make any sound on his body, and it would just bring worship to God. And then one day he said, I'm sick and tired of this. I want them to worship me. And then he was screwed forever, literally. He said, I will be like the Most High, and he fell straight from glory. And now he fell like lightning. Oh, I know. Right out of heaven, and he was cast onto the earth, and then into the, the nether world as the fires were uh, started up, and uh, his angels followed him 
And that's really that's really the only reason that God has. Uh, I hate using the word hell, but that's what it's called. And originally, God only meant hell to be for the devil and his angels. Right. He didn't have it. He didn't have it made for people. Absolutely, it wasn't meant for anybody but the devil and his evil evil minions but over time the devil tricked people like Adam and Eve into sinning and that's when God said okay if you're going to do that then I'm going to have to send you to hell I don't want to I didn't make it for that reason but if you're going to continue that I'm going to have to but yeah you're right it was made for him and his uh, demons to begin with it wasn't meant for man but Satan makes it sound so good, makes it sound so accurate. Like, and 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 trust me, the things that the devil told me before, I mean, I could literally go to the Word and look up that exact scripture and read it, and it'll sound almost to a T. And I was like, "Wow, that must be God." And the next thing I said, "Wait a minute, it says right at the very bottom of that last of that scripture. It doesn't say what he said. It doesn't say what that spirit's telling me." It says, but, but sooner, this. but sooner or later, I'm sorry for interrupting, but sooner or later, um, the devil's claw does show. He he does make mistakes. Oh, I know. He so, does. so you will you will find out that it wasn't God, and he even tries to imitate God's voice. Oh, I know. He'll give you. He'll show you an image of God himself. And try to make you think it's God, and it's not. See the ultimate as you as you hear as you hear the words that are spoken. Amen. The ultimate fake miracle that Satan will ever perform is that he is going to die and be rose again. It's going to be fake, but the Bible says it this way: the Bible says that the the beast will have a great wound and it'll be instantaneously healed. So by a fake miracle, he's going to die and rise just to show you to pretend he to be God. See, I did it faster than that so-called person in the Bible did. It was instantaneous. See, that gunshot to my head is no longer there. See, that was a that was a miracle from my father God. So you gotta worship me and believe me, Chris, and I hate to say this, but there's gonna be a lot of hardcore Christians who you thought were great and they would you devil get away from me in Jesus' name. The minute he deceives them with that great wound being healed, they go, oh, that was God, oh, glory to God. And they're going to fall straight to their faces and worship the guy. And not even, they're going to be the most fooled. Some, some of these Christians are going to be the most fooled people in town. Because Christians don't always, <clears throat> they have what I call selective reading. Meaning they read selective parts of the Bible, but neglect neglect to read other parts. So when they finally get to these other parts that they're supposed to be reading, they they don't read them, and then they get deceived when things happen. And I want to say that uh, the enemy is going to talk condemnation to you. He He's going to say that, oh, Jesus didn't die for your sins. You can't be forgiven. That's a lie. That's a lie straight from the pits of hell. 
It's a lie from his demons, his principalities, his devils. It's Satan himself. Amen. Jesus always talked about Satan when he said, how can I cast out Satan if I'm Satan? That was when the Pharisees, or I'm not sure exactly who, but in the Bible, Jesus was accused of being like a witch or Satan himself or having Satan being possessed with Satan right. when he would perform miracles of uh, exorcisms. And the main point I want to make is the demons of Satan and principalities of Satan and devils are all called Satan by Jesus because right. they all think alike. They're together as one accord like chris said about says how can satan cast out satan he can't but see here's what satan does though is when satan wants to pretend to heal somebody or pretend to you know take a demon possessed person and make them not demon possessed no more they actually are what he does is as as satan is doing his work he goes hey guys just calm down from it just chill out don't wig out Act normal for a few minutes and just let this go by. And then next week you can go back and torment them some more. But just, just chill out for a minute. And then they all just chill out and, and everything goes back to normal. And, and everyone's like, wow, that must have been God. No, that was Satan. That was bona fide Satan. But he, he'll make it look so realistic like it's straight from God, straight from his throne. And the next thing you know, it's not. Like I said, though, a lot of Christians, not me and you per se, but a lot of Christians are going to be deceived at the end of time when that, when the beast gets healed from the wound. Because he's going, pastors say he'll be shot in the head. Because they said there'll be a great wound to the head. And it'll be instantaneously healed. So, preachers equivalent that to being shot in the head. Which I don't know what is going to happen. But there is going to be a great wound that is healed on Satan, and he's going to he's going to deceive even some of the elect of God. Who God? That's why the Bible says many are chosen, but few are called. Because even though many are chosen, many are going to be deceived, but only few are going to be the chosen ones, or be called because they don't feed into the uh, the lies of the enemy. Don't believe them. And that's the thing. I don't believe. I don't believe none of his lies. Because every time the devil tries to do, devil, you back off. You are not doing this to me. I am not playing games no more with you. Back off in Jesus' name, Amen. And I tell. I put him back in his place. I make sure he knows who boss, who the boss is, and the boss ain't me. The boss is Jesus. But I make sure he knows who the boss is, and it works. As long as the Bible says, as long as you, uh, if you. How's it going now, Chris? I forgot now. It says, at the name of Jesus, demons will tremble and Satan has to flee. It doesn't say at the sight of Jesus. It doesn't say, you know, go to Mount Calvary and the devil has to flee. No, it says at the name of Jesus. So does that mean that now we are per se not holy or at all? We are not holy. We are just lips of clay. But if Jesus lives inside us, so does that make our name powerful too? If Jesus lives inside us, does that make our name 
powerful too. Doesn't mean that we're, you know, anything important like God, but that should make us, he should tremble at our names too. He goes, oh man, there comes Chaplain Andrew. He's about, oh man, he's about to put me back in my place with Jesus. I better leave that guy alone. See, our names are powerful too in that aspect because he knows by our name and our title who we are, what we are, what we're about, and what we're going to do. He already knows that from the get-go. But we're going to take and we're going to pray for the nations on the rumble. We're going to pray for the the uh, the uh, churches. To, we're going to pray for the ministry. We're going to pray for you, the listener. Pray for me. Pray for Chris. We're going to pray for all kinds of things. The government. We're going to pray for everything in this world. Because why? The answer to everything is prayer. The answer to all things is prayer. I put a message out there like that. Guys, and go ahead and listen to it. It's on the show listings. There was over 250 or so shows or episodes that I've done, including the one I said, prayer is the answer to all things. So with that being said, we're going to just pray, and that's it. We're going to have one worship song at the end and the beginning, beginning and the end, and then we're going to pray. So I want to have lots of people on here. I want lots of people to be praying on the ministry as well. I want lots of people to pray. And I say this, and I say this with you wholeheartedly. Even though Chris does become my co-host, if you, the listener, has got something, a word that you think that my listener, our listeners, want to hear, if you, the listener, got a word that you want to hear, call us. Let us know what it is. We review your word. We'll make sure it lines up according to the will of God. And when we find that it does, we'll have you on. We'll post that to the uh, to the show, and you can give your own word. So if you're a pastor out there and you got a word going on, you think my listeners need to hear, bring bring us a MP3 of that file and we'll load it up to our show. We will God's show per se, and we'll put that onto the show and we'll let our listeners listen to what you have to say. Because I want this eventually, guys, to be like a radio station. I want to be like uh, George Forwell on the radio. No, George Bogle on the radio. You ever heard George Bogle, Chris? Bogle? Yeah, George Bogle. Um, I know a George Bogle that just passed away. Maybe maybe he did pass away. I don't know about that. That'd be something to see. I yeah, he was know. my pastor. Maybe that maybe that Pastor was George same. Pastor George Bogle has a radio ministry. Used to have a radio ministry and now his son took over. That's exactly who I was talking about. And he had that low tone of voice, too, on the radio. And he goes, and God says, and he had that low tone of voice. And the very first ever when he starts the show, he has Sandy Patty and Lonell Harris singing their song in the beginning of the this, of this, the show. I, I know who, you, oh, man, I didn't know you were pastor. I didn't know that was your pastor. That's cool. He he was a good man of God, George Bogle. I liked, loved listening to him on radio. But. I want to be just like that where you have like George Bogle and you have, you know, my pastor in in Ohio and my pastor's in Michigan. I want to have, I want to be able to sit here at my desk 24-7 and say, okay, this is our next show, guys, and have commercials and everything. I want to be able to say, I want to be able to put a CD in and play something from another pastor and be able to just sit here and do nothing but podcasting all day. I would love to, but at this moment, it ain't going to happen. That's why it's only two days a week. It's a blessing because I went one day a week to two days a week. 
and now God's going to instruct me to do even more. Eventually, though, Chris, I'm going to start a Twitch account. Now, what Twitch accounts, what that does is that allows you to be able to live stream. Now, they will be able to see me, but they won't see you, but they'll hear you on the audio. And so we will go on to the Twitch account, and I will be giving out the word. It'll be just like a church service, but they'll see me sitting at the table, and they'll hear you talking, and then we'll give the word, and then they can donate to to us, to the ministry. They can uh, like and subscribe to our YouTube, our Facebook, our Twitters, and stuff, well, mine, where the show is actually started. So like on my Apple podcast, I can have the Apple link, and they can subscribe to that. Or I can have my Twitter link and they can subscribe to that. Or my YouTube channel, they can subscribe to that. That way I can get more listeners on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter and stuff and all these other avenues that I'm on. And as they say with YouTube as well, go ahead guys down below and click that uh, notification. No, click that. Uh, subscribe to the channel, of course, on YouTube. It's Chaplain Andrew Cusick, TGIF. That's C-H-A-P-L-A-I-N-A-N-D-R-E-W-K-U-S-L-A-C-K. Chaplain Andrew Kuslick. Like and subscribe to the show and hit that notification bell so you can ring a ling and not miss a thing. I know it's corny, but every radio show has their corny little jingle. So ring a ling a ling so you don't miss a thing over there, guys. Subscribe to that I as like well. That. I do too. Someone once did it on YouTube, and I took that from him, and I love it. Ring-a-ling-a-ling. That sounds like a, a, a thing from the 40s. I know it does. And the 40s had those crazy, iconic radio jingles and stuff. Like, uh, what's what's that crazy, iconic uh, commercial? My Pillow For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, <laughs> visit MyPillow.com. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're so dumb, but you remember the whole thing. And you're like, mm. how could I ever get that out of my head? It's like the first time I was, the first time I ever found this, I was watching an old McDonald's commercial on YouTube from some, from uh, the 80s or 90s when they had the, uh, don't know if you remember it, but you, do you remember Mac Tonight, Chris? Yeah. There was a song called Mac the Knife, but the Mac Tonight gentleman was a big moon-shaped head guy who sang a a a fun-filled McDonald's ad commercial about their hamburgers to the tune of Mac yeah, the I, Knife. I remember that. And uh, it'd be like when the clock strikes past six, babe, and it talks about dinner and out of sight and. It was the I could not get that out of my head for the life of me. I danced around my kitchen for three hours, <laughs> and that's just the way. And then I wanted McDonald's afterwards. Nowadays, you watch a commercial; it don't even make you want McDonald's. It makes you not want McDonald's. But back then, commercials were very interesting, and that's and that's what I like about their ring a ling a ling. Hit the notification bell so you can ring a ling a ling and not miss a thing. It reminds you of the way commercials used to be when they were actually good and you wanted to watch them. Nowadays, you don't even want to watch a commercial. It's all about, please donate because this child is very sick. I'm sorry that child is sick and I may not have any money and they suck you into. I watched an entire program <laughs> once about that. I'm sitting there going, I'm so sorry that they're sick and I, I, I wish I could do something. And Please pick up that phone now. And I wish I could have picked up that phone, but I couldn't. 
but but commercials these days are so uh, boring anymore. You don't even want to watch them. That's why people are going to streaming TV shows now instead of watching it on the TV because commercials are just boring now. There's nothing interesting about a commercial no more. Like back in the day when they used to sell magical tricks on TV, the magician used to actually be at a specific show with, uh, say like Marshall Brodeen would be with Siegfried and Roy at the time, and they'd talk about their pocket magic set. And they'd actually be doing live clips of them doing something miraculous on the commercial. And that's the way it is with commercials back then. They were so in, what's the word I'm looking for? So into it that you were actually thinking you were watching an actual program. It was just a commercial. And their jingles were corny, but they were just classic. And you remembered every last bit of detail of it. But um, with that being said, uh, that does conclude our announcements, except for one little thing. Download the app, guys. It's Like I said, it's not for me. It's for you guys. Because you can listen to the show. You can make all the comments you want with a free Spreaker.com account. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. A free Spreaker.com account. You can connect with me through Facebook, Twitter. And the reason why I said earlier, I don't want to keep repeating because you can you can send me an email straight from the app. Let me let me give you one of TGIF's patent, patented life hacks. Everyone, Chris, loves a good life hack. So I'm going to give my listeners one of the greatest life hacks of all time. Okay? So let me give you the scenario, and then I'll give you the life hack. Here's the scenario. You have a prayer request, and you want me to pray for you. First thing you do is go to communitycloud222 at gmail.com, spelled C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-Y-C-L-O-U-D-222 at gmail.com. And you type in your prayer request. Then you hit the send button. Okay, here's the life hack. Go download the app, click the bottom right-hand corner button, the email button looks like an envelope, then click on your email client, which is Google, Yahoo, AOL, whatever you use, or funny mail if you've got such a thing. Whatever email that you use, click on that client and then hit always. Because here's the hack. The next time you go to click on that one button again to go send an email to Community Cloud, that's it. You click that button, you type in your email, you hit send. See, there's the life hack. Isn't that a great hack, guys? Now you now you know something that will make your life so much easier. But you got to download the app to do so. But download the app is for me, not for me. It's for you guys. Not only can you connect with your Facebook, Twitter, and email, you can also listen to all the shows that I've done. You can listen to the three play buttons, 95.5 The Fish from Cleveland, Ohio, uh, and KJIC from Texas. And my former church, Evangel Christian Churches, as well as my previous, my new church that I'm here in Ohio with. We're going to be getting in contact with them so I can get their RSS feed and put them on there as well. But also Portage Community Chapel, you'll be able to interact with them as well through the app and listen to their services as well. And not only that, guys, last but not least, if you're in the middle of the show like we are now, me and Chris or me and whoever the guest is are conversing. And you just got a question you need answered. You don't know what the answer is. Go to the bottom of the play buttons. You can make a Google search result. Excuse me. I have a lot of burping problems tonight. For whatever reason, it's just I'm full of it. See, the devil doesn't want me talking about what I'm going to talk about. So he's making me full of gas today so I can't speak. 
And literally, I mean, it's so bad to where it's like I'm almost losing my breath. I can't say a word. So with that being said, you can do a Google search result to where you can type in, you know, scriptures on faith or hope or or you can type in who is Lazarus if you don't know who that is and what he what and what Jesus did when he died and stuff. So you can actually do a Google search result. And yes, I had to, but I looked up inappropriate terminology on there just to make sure my safe search worked. Because like I said before, guys, and I'll say this to Chris, you don't want to load something onto something and then it not absolutely work for anything, and then you're screwed. That way, if you know it works or doesn't work, because if you know it doesn't work by testing it first, then you can fix the problem. So I tested it. It works. It doesn't allow you to do anything inappropriate. The only way it does is if you go to the very bottom of the page, it says search on Google. Because right there, you're searching on the app. You're not searching in Google. You're searching in the app. So that way you can listen to the show still and you can still do what you're doing on the app without leaving the app. So if you leave the app by hitting search on Google instead, then, of course, you can search it on Google instead and it'll do other things too. But that is not me anymore that is google itself so you leave once you leave the app it's on you it's not on me also guys be aware the app is not is not uh ad free yet i'm still waiting on some donations coming in to get ad free services but so you will see it's, it will say as i'm saying that going out with that harlot is a sin next thing you know the ad pops up meet local singles no that's not me i did not I did not specifically put that in there for that to pop up at that moment. That is the uh, people who make the software that allows you to make the app that allows you to do what you're doing. They need to collect money or make money for allowing you to do it for free. So that's why they have ads and stuff as well. So with that being said, if it does say it does say to meet local singles, just hit that X because you know husbands, you'll be in some big trouble if you click on the other button. So with that being said, that's not me. It's the people who make the app. So download it. It's not for me. It's for you guys. It's my way of encouraging you each and every week, whether it's the music I play during the show or it's just the word that I give. Whatever encourages you guys, let it. Because you know what? It is an encouragement to you guys each and every week. So with that being said, guys, that does finally conclude our announcements for today. And we're going to get into a song and being that Chris may not be able to hear the music being played, what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to take and put one of my headphones next to my microphone for right now. Uh, or I got another headphone microphone set that I can find right there. And I can plug that in as well. And then Chris should be able to hear the music that way a little bit. It won't be as clear audio as it would be. And we're working on that, guys. So pray about that as well because we're working on being able for my guests to hear the music. Because I got some great guests coming on. I got another guy coming on too soon, Chris. His name is Gordon Moat. He played with Bill Gaither as a piano player for a while. And he's completely blind as a bat. Can't see a thing hmm. but can play the, the best piano in town. And mm-hmm. I got him. He said he'll do his best to make that happen. So he never promised, promised, but he said he'll do his best. And so with that being said, I got to have the audio coming out for the music. Because if I don't have the audio coming out for the music and I got some great guests coming on, I guarantee you they're not coming back on after that show. 
So I got to get that audio coming out. So let me see if I can get this to work. And what I could do is, what I eventually could do is I could actually, because I got speakers around here too. What I could actually do is when I do it, I could just hook speakers to this uh, mixer that I got here. And then when the, the music is playing, the speakers will play the music and you should be able to pick that up through the microphone as well. But eventually what I want to do is I want to have it coming directly through. See, it's so much easier with Windows 10, like I said, Chris, because when you when I hook you into it wirelessly, there will be no, I can't hear the music because you'll be able to hear the music. You'll be able to hear it completely because it's going through a virtual cable wirelessly and you'll be able to hear it through there. So with that being said, let's get into a song and... We are going to try to do this the best that we can so Chris can hear this as well. So let's get into, let's do, let's do this one. Uh, I won't be able to hear you for a second while we are playing this song for a second. But let's do, where is that at? I know you're in here somewhere. Let's look this up in my actual song list. There's been a couple times, just a funny excerpt to Chris, because Chris doesn't know this. There's been a couple times when I was going to do a song, and I ended up doing the whole song, as, and and uh, I pushed a button, and I said, now that was, and I said, oops. Because what happened was, is the bottom button where it says on and off is the button to stop and play, is to uh, not stop or play, but it's to cut the audio off it's to mute the audio so that way you don't hear me talking while the song's going on so that me and you or me and the guest can converse while the song's playing as well and i hit the top square button instead which actually stopped the entire show by accident so i had to go back into redoing a, a part two thing going on so with that being said Let's get into a song, and let's do let's do this one right here. Let's do let's do this one. Let's do one voice by the K. Daniels Spirit and Truth Worship Band, and we'll get into another one after this as well. We'll do two worship songs. Let's in, but let's get into one voice, and you won't be able to hear me for a minute, Chris. But that'll be okay. So let's get into one voice by none other than the K. Daniels Spirit and Truth Worship Band. Enjoy one voice. One voice, one cross, you did it all for us. One voice, one cross, you did it all for us. Our heart's desire is to worship you. Glorify 
That was once again, guys, one voice by the K Daniel Spirit and Truth Worship Band. Can you could you actually hear that now, Chris? No. You couldn't hear the music? No. Oh, I had you hooked up right to the microphone with the audio coming straight out of my headphones. That was odd. I'm gonna feel, I'm gonna have to fix this problem. I don't know what the problem is. And that devil has no reign authority over that as well. But we'll have to fix that problem because I would like for my guests to be able to hear that. And I tried to, I tried it. I put the headphone right uh next to the uh to the uh microphone. I had it right on top of the microphone and everything and I just strange. But that's okay because God has plans anyways with that. And uh God's gonna fix that as well. But let's get into the word for a minute, shall we, Chris? Yes. Let me get out my trusty, dusty homecoming Bible. It's not it's not dusty anymore because I open it up every week to preach the word to you guys through God, not through me because I can't do it alone. And that is a clue of our message for today. Hold on, let me get the Bible. If my listeners don't know, I have got my hearing aids in finally, praise the Lord, because now I, I do have hearing, and uh, this is my testimony as well. I was born completely deaf. My nerves in my ears, Chris, were definitely shot. The doctors said to my mom, because she said, well, he, I, I talked to him, but he doesn't respond. And they go, well, they did some testing on him. He goes, his nerves were shot, the doctor said. He can't hear you worth nothing. He ain't probably ever going to hear again. But thank God I can hear. No, don't get me wrong. I still have hard of hearing problems. But I thank God every day of the week that I'm still able to hear. So with that being said, this message title is called Not On Our Own or My Own. Let's talk about where we came from. And I'm going to specifically talk about me at this moment. And if you decide to, Chris, you can to yourself. But I'll talk about me for the most part on this area. Let's talk about where I came from for a sec. I was at one point gay and not into women at all. Chris can tell you that for a fact. I mean, every word that came out of my mouth was, man, I I met this guy. He was so happy. He was so gorgeous. He was this. He was that. I was as I wouldn't say I was gay. I was I would say I was uh, brainwashed into believing I was. But I was gay and not interested in women at all. I told God I never will get married to a woman or have children. But I changed my mind, my heart, and my attitude. Not only did I change it, but God changed my mind, my heart, and my attitude about women. But let's look at a few scriptures. The first one we're going to go to is John 15 and 5. The reason why I cut the uh, testimony short is because if I tell you any more about it through the testimony, you're going to get the whole message in the testimony. We won't even have to get to the word. So John 15 verse 5. Let's open up the Bible. If you got your Bibles, please go along with me. And to John 15. John chapter 15. Starting at verse, where are we at here? Starting at verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. 
or for without me, you can do nothing. Now, let me say this again. I cut my testimony short because if I think if I cut my test didn't cut it short, this would have been automatically into the testimony. I would never have uh, been able to preach the word because it would already been through the testimony. But it says right here in uh, chapter 15 of John, verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. Now, that's not what we're, we're looking at. We're looking at the very end of the scripture where it says, without me, you can do nothing. Think about that for me, Chris. Without me, God says you can do nothing. So my comments and jump in anytime you feel like it, if you do. Apart from God, we can do nothing. No matter how much we try, let me ask you, my listeners, how many tried to quit smoking out there? How many of you tried to quit smoking cold turkey? How many of you out there yourselves quit trying to quit cold turkey? And let me ask you another question. And how did that work out for you? <laughs> Sorry, but I hit the wrong button. But how did that work out for you? And the reason why I put the laughing button in there is because every time someone tries to quit cold turkey at something, it never works. It's just like me. I tried the hardest because I know what the word says. I knew the word told me that I wouldn't go to hell. I wouldn't go to heaven if well, I would go to hell, yes. But I wouldn't go to heaven if I was gay. I knew the word said that if I, you know, uh, have any other gods before me like other men, I wouldn't go to heaven. I knew what it said. But I, even though I knew it, I tried finding my own ways of doing it. I tried to, you know, I tried to uh, get rid of the internet so I didn't have to like a pornography. Or I would get rid of my TV set so I didn't have to worry about watching inappropriate stuff on the TV. But then my thoughts would kick in and the next thing you know I would be doing it all over again in my mind. I said, ah, I might as well just get the internet back and get the TV back because I just screwed up anyways. So no matter how much you try to do something or quit something, it doesn't work. Amen, Chris? Amen. You can try to your heart contents to your blue in the face. It ain't going to work. Because it says right in his word, right there in chapter 5 of verse 15 of John, at the very end it says, without me you can do nothing. That means that without God at all, you if God's not in that situation of you trying to quit smoking, or when I was gay and tried to quit, or when, you know, or when I went on to this keto diet. Because then I told my wife about part of the scripture today, part of the message today. And it, and it's it's perfect because we went to, at my church, we went to the state of the church, state of the church address. And it basically, it's a way of letting us, the, the, the church members know what's going on in the new year. And uh, apart from God, we can do nothing. And I, I, I had to ask God with all my heart, soul, and mind to help me with this because the pastor ordered pizza. And it smelled and looked absolutely delicious. I'm on that keto diet, so I can't have zero of it. I can't even have a morsel or crumb. It'd make me sick. And I'm staring at it. I'm watching people. I, I noticed how people chew their pizza now, watching them eat their pizza at church. Come on. <laughs> so it's funny because, but it matches the word because 
I had to, with all my heart, mind, and soul and strength, uh, ask God to help me because without him, I would have fell flat on my face and scarfed down a box of that pizza and been sick. So apart from God, or without him, we can't do anything. Let's go to Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. In case you guys don't know, that's in the Old Testament. In case you also don't know, Proverbs comes after the Psalms. So you can find the Psalms, you can find the Proverbs. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Now, chapter 3 of Proverbs comes after chapter 2, but before chapter 4. We're going to Proverbs. Here we go. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Starting at verse 5. Trust in the Lord in all your heart and lean not to your own understandings. Let me say that again. And lean not to your own understandings. I know a broken record, but let me say that again. And lean not to your own understandings. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Now, as my comments state that I wrote down, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Number 2, we are to, and I got to return to page here. Number 2, we are to not to lean to our own way of how we think it's supposed to work or how it's supposed to be done. But instead, we are to trust in God's plan. As the end of the scripture says, and in all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall make straight your path. So we are to not to lean to what we think is supposed to happen, what we think is supposed to go on because like I said, without him, we can do nothing. And if we try to direct our own paths without God, without Christ in our life, our paths are going to go straight six feet under. It will never work. I mean, no matter what, if we try to direct our own paths and make it to where, yeah, I'm going to direct my own path, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and that's going to you know, support my business and this is going to happen. Next thing you know, it didn't work out. Why didn't it work out? Because in those three points that you mentioned, that little diagram of that triangle, where was God in the center of that? Amen, Chris. Where was God in the center of everything you're trying to do? When you're trying yes, to quit amen. Smoking, when you're trying to quit smoking or like in my case, tried to quit being gay, where was God in the center of that? Where was the fact that, you know what, I'm going to pray to God to let God stop that from happening in my life. No, instead I went to, I'm going to try this, I'm going to try that. I mean, I when I used to smoke almost two packs a day, I was bad. I was a chain smoker. I, I would pitch one butt to the floor, I would smoke another one, pitch that to the floor. I was so bad, Chris, that I was, I was a two-pack, almost three-pack-a-day smoker. It was bad news. Mm. And I tried everything. I tried the gum. I said, I'm going to chew this gum. This gum's going to make me quit smoking. I then went to see if I can find a hypnotist. A hypnotist is going to make me quit smoking. I went to the electronic cigarettes. 
for five years. I said, this is going to quit me smoking. For five years, I quit the actual cigarettes and went to electronic cigarettes, which is still just as bad as smoking a cigarette. No difference. Except for it takes electricity to run that thing. And eventually, it might blow up in your face as well. I heard people say that they've had their e-cigarettes blow up in their faces. But I tried every last thing, but then until I let God be the controller of my world, until I let God, as as the song says, it's called backseat, backseat driver, when I finally let God be the backseat driver or I let God take over the wheel, Jesus take the wheel, as soon as I let God take the wheel and take control, that's when I quit smoking. That's when I found me a wife. That's when I desired to have children. That's when, see, when you let God into your daily life and you say, okay, God, I don't want to lean to my own understandings. I don't want this to be another miserable fail to where I fall flat on my face and I come begging you because I screwed up. I mean, and to be honest, Chris, how many times have you done that yourself where you would screw up and say, God, I know I did that again. I am so sorry. Why did I just do that? Yes, um, <laughs> countless times, like I said earlier in the show. Too many times to count. I've... Too many times to count, but God is faithful and just to forgive. Right. And that's what, and that's perfect, too. You said that because that leads into this same scripture. If you, it says, do not lean to your own understandings and your ways acknowledge him, you should make paths, straight your paths. God, and uh I'm losing my train of thought. Say what you just said again about how God, I forgot, you just said it too. The scripture. God is just to forgive us, yes. That's what it was. So, God is just to forgive us, but we got to not lean to the way we think it's supposed to happen. Just, and my wife always says this, and I'm going to tell her I had to say this on the show, but just because it happened that way before does not mean it'll happen that way again. Trust me. There are, there are, there's every, every aspect of life. You can see how things don't happen the way they always did. It's like when you bounce a ball, you can't bounce a ball directly into a cup every single time. Sometimes that ball is going to veer off somewhere else. You ever seen those uh, YouTube videos where they take a ping pong ball and they bounce them into a cup and they keep bouncing? Eventually that ping pong ball is not going to bounce into that cup one day. It's going to veer off and fly off to the table, hit someone in the forehead one day. With that being said, and that's one of my joking things, <laughs> but with that being said, nothing is ever perfect. So just because it happened that way, billions, you could have had it happen that way for your whole entire life and your last day in your deathbed, it could change for you. It's because it's it's just the way it is. It's never going to be perfect. And if we lean not to our understandings, but in all our ways acknowledge him, he shall make straighter paths. If we do that, then God will be just to forgive us. But if we can't, if we can, if we take God out of that picture, just imagine tearing the pages of the Bible and saying, we don't need this now. We don't need this. We're going to try it our own way. If we stop for a minute and say, you know what, God, I'm so sorry. Let me, let me into you. Let me take you into my situation here. Let me put you into the middle. And I say this, to, I said this to my wife and a bunch of people in my church in Michigan, in any relationship, Jesus got to be the centerpiece of your table in any relationship. So here's how you make Jesus the centerpiece of every relationship. You superglue him to the middle of the table. <laughs> 
That way he can't leave. No, I'm just kidding. But you make him every part of your situation. And then when you make him part of your situation, that situation seems to just go away. It always does that. When you ever you whenever you put God into that situation, God goes, Really? That's the thing you're worried about? That right there? I died for that years ago. I conquered that already. You're still afraid of that? No get wrong, God ain't gonna laugh at us, but he's saying, You're still afraid of that? Here, let me take that again from you. He takes that, throws as far as the east as to the west. Oh, you don't need that no more. So God takes our failures and what we are afraid of and everything and throws as far as the east as to the west. But if we lean to not unto our own understanding, but in our ways acknowledge him, he's faithful and just to forgive us. Now, if we're going to be out there sitting every day of the week and just continuously sin and go, oh, I'm sorry, God, continuously sin, oh, I'm sorry, God, it would be the same thing if I punched you in the face and I said, oh, sorry. At first, you might say, okay, I forgive you. Don't do it again. But if I punched you again in the face and I said, oh, sorry, and then I punched you again in the face, eventually, you're gonna, you know, I'm sick and tired. You punch me in the face. You get away from me. So it's just it's just like God. How many times can God take a slap to the face or punch to the face, but then go back? Oh, I'm sorry, God. Punch. Oh, I'm sorry, God. Eventually, God's going to hand you over to a reprobate mind. So if you start leaning to your own ways of thinking and the way it's supposed to happen, that's when God's going to say, "Okay, you want to happen it? You want it to happen that way? There you go." And then He hands you over to a reprobate mind. Um, Andrew, I want to say that I need to pause for a few minutes. Okay. Is there a way we can pause this broadcast or no? We can't specifically. I mean, we could, but then there'd be some gaps of silence within the uh, podcast. Could you do a song? Yeah, I can do a couple songs. Yeah, I can do like a song or two. Okay, because I I really would like to understand this as much as your uh, the uh, listeners. Um, this this is a area I understand what you're saying, but I really haven't meditated on the, these scriptures that well before, so I'm learning too. Well, good. It's always nice to learn. So. Let's take a brief minute break and we'll play a quick song and we'll let you do what you need to do. But like I said, if you lean to your own understandings and not to God's plan. Let me read my little comments for just a brief minute here. Uh, Lean out to our own understandings of how we suppose it to work or we think it's supposed to happen. Instead, we are to trust in God's plan as the end of Scripture says. And in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your path or direct your path. Basically, trust in his plan and not yours, and everything will fall into place. So let's uh, let's let's worship God for a minute here. Let's do let's do smile by none other than Doctor Prophet Larry Orell. We'll be back with you in just a brief minute. Enjoy smile. Smile, though your heart is breaking Smile, what's the use of faking Even though a tear 
maybe ever so near. You can smile through the tears and sorrow. Smile, there'll be sun tomorrow. You'll find that life is still worthwhile if you just smile. Can't smile without you. Can't smile without you. I can't laugh. Can't sing. I'm finding it hard to do anything. You see, I feel sad when you're sad. Feel glad when you're glad. If you Like a song to brighten my day. Who'd have believed that you were part of a dream? Now it all seems light years away. You know I can't smile without you. Can't smile without you. If you only knew what I'm going through. Just can't smile now. Some people say that happiness is so very hard to find, and you're finding it hard, leaving your past behind. Yes, you know I can't smile without you. Can't smile without. What's the use of faking, even though a tear may be ever so near? You can smile through the tears and sorrow. Smile, there'll be sun tomorrow. You'll find that life is still worthwhile if you'll just.
Welcome okay, back, I'm... guys. Sorry about that, Chris. Chris is going to run to the little boy's room for a minute. He's got to take care of some business, like always. You know, when nature calls, you always got to abide to that. But when he comes back, he does have some testimonies. Because like I said, prayer is the answer to all things. If you don't believe that, then hear the word of the testimony when he gets back here. Because prayer was the answer to everything that went forth that day as we prayed for as we as God used us to pray for him on the show. It's not because we prayed for him, but it's because God allowed our prayers to go forth on the show. So with that being said, when he gets back here, we'll be talking with him about some testimony situations. But let me, let me say that again, guys. Like I was trying to say earlier before he gets back, is when you lean to your own understandings and you don't let God take care of what's going on and you don't let God be the centerpiece of your spiritual table of your household, then that's when God will not be just to forgive you. The Bible says even a little unforgiveness, you will not enter into the kingdom of God. It doesn't say, you know, you know, you have to forgive everyone but so and so. No, it says with sorry about the guys. It says with it, even a little unforgiveness, just a little unforgiveness, you will not enter into the kingdom of God, because even that right there is detrimental to your spiritual health. You you want to talk about feeling sick here on earth? Just wait till you get to hell. You'll feel even worse than you do on have on earth. That's when you're what you call spiritually sick. And physically sick is is bad too, but spiritually sick is even worse. Because you can't feel any worse than being spiritually sick. And that's good though when Chris wanted me to pause for a minute and play a song. Because see, there are times in every believer's life that he has to just pause for a minute. And he has to group his thoughts and really comprehend what's going on. Because... Not everything the preacher says right then and there is going to be absolutely uh, understandable entirely, even though I try to make it as understandable as I can. It's not going to be as understandable to a lot of people, so we paused and we did some stuff, but let's do another song for a minute, and let's get into the K. Daniels Spirit and Truth Worship Band. Let's do He Heals. Enjoy He Heals.
worship, we will praise you with passion and love. You are holy, you are worthy, you're the great I am. We will worship, we will praise you with passion and love. You are holy, you are worthy, you're the great I am. That, once again, guys, was He Heals by none other than the K, Daniel, Spirit, and Truth Worship Band. And earlier, hold on just for a second, guys. Earlier, I asked Chris if he could hear me. And ironically, he couldn't hear me still. And I realized that the cord wasn't plugged in properly. So I had one side plugged in, but not the other side. So I'm going to have to figure this out. And I guarantee it, I will get this working because there is a way to do such a thing. It's just I'm not sure why. See, see the reason why part of it is, Chris, is because it's coming out of my computer. Okay. It's coming out of my computer and into my mixer and then out to... Well, it, everything's coming into my mixer through my microphone and then out to my uh, Chromebook and then out of my Chromebook to the listeners. So what's happening is I'm feeding you in to my mixer and then you're going in from there into the Chromebook. So when the music's in the Chromebook playing, it's already past you. So it can't go back to you because there's no way for it to go backwards. If that audio could have gone backwards, you could have listened to it. But it can't go backwards. So somehow we got to feed you in the music somehow. Somehow we got to add a chord. Is there the another point you can plug me in that would catch it? Not that I know of, unless I somehow can plug you in to the Chromebook. Or not the Chromebook, but plug plug an extra USB wire from the Chromebook into the mixer somehow. You see what I'm saying? Because I got, I got an adapter that will Do you allow... have one of those splitters for the USB? I got something like that, but not exactly what I'm looking for, because the USB... Uh, cord that I use for my uh, mixer is one of those old computer cords. Remember those USB? They're like square. Mm-hmm. That's what plugs into my uh, audio mixer is a square USB to a regular USB. But if I can somehow get that 
maybe there there is a way of connecting a USB to an audio signal to a uh, create a it turns a USB into a uh, phono jack or a, a earphone jack headphone jack is what I call it so there is an adapter for that so maybe I can use my adapter I got from from I got a splitter for a USB that's got parts where you can plug things into it so maybe somehow I can utilize that to plug into my Chromebook and then take the splitter and plug the adapter for that into it and then plug you into that and you should be able to hear the audio should be that might be the end see the answer to my solution is get Windows 10 that's the answer to my solution instead of buying another dang cord or a piece of equipment Windows 10 is my answer but right now that ain't happening so I gotta buy adapters let's get into our last scripture shall we guys it's always good to worship God in the middle of things too but let's get into excuse me for a minute there let's get into our last scripture so we're not to lean to our understandings meaning don't let God don't be like I'm gonna tell you how it works God let me tell you how it always happens don't because if you do that then God can't be just to forgive you and our third scripture Oh, well, that wait. Did I say that it was our third scripture? Yeah, that was our. So our third scripture is Philippians four thirteen. So everyone knows Philippians four thirteen. Should know Philippians four thirteen by heart. I do know, but I will read it from the Word because, you know, it's good when I paraphrase things because it's great because it brings, it brings, uh, it brings revelation to something that. You know, some people may not, may not understand. It's like, for an example, we being mentally disabled, if a little kid that's got Down syndrome understands vroom vroom is a car, then okay, that's good. He understands what that means. Vroom vroom means he's going somewhere. So with that being said, here we are, Philippians 4. So with that being said, is it's good to dumb things down to a degree and, and get it to a paraphrased language because there's a paraphrased version of the Bible, paraphrased language because it helps people understand it even more. But I like reading it from the Word too because it's even more powerful than the paraphrase. So Philippians 4, starting at verse... Let me get this pages because these pages are sticking together. Starting at verse... Oops, I'll get that in a minute. Starting at verse 16. For e wait. Are we at Philippians 4.13? Philippians 4.11. Okay, let's read it. It doesn't seem like it's... Uh, doesn't seem... Oh, that's 4.14. 4, 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So again, the Bible says that we can do all things through Christ. I dropped my notes there. So, as my <clears throat> scripture narrations, as my paraphrase says, again, we can do nothing without Christ in our lives. Nothing because through Christ we can do all things. So apart from God, we are useless. But with God, we are fruitful in our lives. So... One, we are to what? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. We are to two, lean not to our own understandings. Don't sit there and say, God, I think it should happen this way. 
Do not lean to your own understandings and in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. So with that being said, guys, this was a message I put out there because a lot of people needed to hear this because a lot of people try to do it their way, try to make it their own way. It's like it's like there are several different versions of ice cream. I'm about to have some myself in a minute. There are several versions of ice cream. But not two ice creams are the same. Just like with God. His plan for you is not the same as his plan for somebody else. But just because you think his plan ought to be like someone else's plan. Doesn't mean he wants your plan to be that way. And it's like I was saying. If you lean to your own understandings and don't let God take charge of your life if you don't super glue him to the middle of your table and let him be lord of the, your circumstances then your sack of circumstances are going to torture you for eternity because without letting god be the the center of your universe at that moment how can god even forgive you of your sins how can god sit there and say i forgive you if you can't even let him be you know even have one big toe into your world even if you don't need to let him take one foot into the world, how can God forgive your sins? He can't. Because God, you have to let God into your world and let God be God and do what God wants to do in your life. Amen, Chris? Amen. So with that being said, that was our message for today. And if you got anything you want to say real quick, Chris, please feel free to do so. but we can't but we can't keep repeating them we have to repent from them and stop them and that takes that takes time that takes practice that takes time but if we go with the message that andrew uh shared with us today we gotta let god do it we can't do it our way right and we gotta get delivered god's way from so that we can repent and uh move on with life the enemy puts a lot of pebbles on our road so we can stumble and fall as we go down our pathways but god makes the pathway smooth through jesus christ uh dying for us on the cross Absolutely. And everything else, and everything else that he went through uh, was for us. He paid the price so we can go to heaven. Anyone that's saved can't be unsaved, but we got to keep our sins to a minimum. We're not completely perfect, otherwise we would be Jesus Christ ourselves. Right. Now, we don't keep our sins to a minimum. We, we stop our sinning, but... God, you're right though. We do, we can't be perfect. So like the Bible says, all fall short of the glory of God, which means that we're all going to fall flat on our faces again. And we're going to have to pick ourselves back up and say, you know what, God, I am sorry I fell again. So we don't, we don't, we don't keep into a minimum where we, where we, uh, where we only sin sometimes, but we, we, we do fall. Yes. And with that being said, that's what Chris was getting at. It's not that we, you know, sometimes don't do what we do is that we don't do it 
It's just we know sometimes that we are going to fall short because the Bible says so. Amen? Amen. So, guys, with that being said, I'm, I'm glad, Chris, that you took time out of your day today. We played a couple worship songs, and we uh, did some stuff. I mean, we had a good show today. I'm glad you took the opportunity to come back, and I hope you'll be back again next week, Chris. I hope I feel better. Let's pray real quick for Chris because he's not feeling good. And uh, specifically, what's going on in your body? Because the devil's trying to, as I call it, railroad you so you don't come back to doing this again. Well, um, my stomach is very upset. I feel dizzy and nauseous and weak. So, Lord, you, you hear Chris's cries. You hear Chris's plea. You know what's going on in his life, Lord. I ask you to heal him from the tops of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord, and to stop the nauseousness, stop the dizziness, and stop all this stuff that's going on. Because you know what, Lord? You are the ultimate healer. You are the ultimate person that, like I said, Lord, without you, we are useless. But in you, with you, we are fruitful in our lives. So we ask you, Lord, to heal him from the tops of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord. And give him even more testimonies all over again. In Jesus' name, amen. Go ahead and give your testimonies, Chris. Well, um, there was this lady that I, uh, and it didn't end well. I don't know why God allowed it to be that uh, this uh, social worker in particular is what I'm talking about. I, I, just, I kept saying to God, and I asked Andrew to pray for me and others, I uh, said, I don't want to talk to this lady. And she talked to me for about 25 minutes when I called her to say that I need to cancel my appointment with her for another month. And she says, no, it can't wait. And then uh, she decided to talk to someone else for me um, this Friday, which I need prayer about that it will go well and nothing will be said that God doesn't want said or done. Amen. But... Um, the testimony is she, I called again and said that this person's not on board to uh, talk to you this Friday. And she said, well, I got a different impression. They said they were going to do it, and I didn't know that they called her. But to make a long story short, I don't have to see, I don't have to deal with her again until May 21st. But the big thing that God reminded me was, he says, I don't have to see her again, not see her because of the pandemic we have here, the coronavirus, but it's over the phone. I don't have to talk to her again because I'm going to be out of here. I'm at a room and board, and I've been here five years and four months. God says you'll leave that place victorious. Before I even have May 21st come up. it's a, I'm going to be out of here before that time. So let's pray real quick again for Chris, Lord. You know what is crying, please, our Lord, and you know what's going on, and we ask you, Lord, to get him out of there. 
<laughs> ASAP. And if you so happen to have it, Lord, that you want him to change states and come down here to live with us, so be it, Lord. We'll, we'll take him in. If it has to be that way for us to be able to get him out of there and get him into a new situation, Lord, let it be. Because you know what, Lord? Chris has been my friend for nine, ten years. I, I love him. I love him to life as a friend and as a brother in Christ. So if it be your will and that happens too, Lord, then let it be. But whatever it is for your will to be after he gets out of the Lord, let it be. Because like I said, Lord, without you, we are useless. But with you, we are fruitful in our everyday lives. We can't do nothing without you, Lord. So just getting him out of there is not going to be enough because he's still got to be in you and with you for anything else to happen. Because like I said, Without you, we are useless, Lord. We can't do nothing without you. So we thank you, we praise you, we honor you for everything Chris does and everything Chris will continue to do to contribute to the show as well and to other in other people's lives as well in his everyday walk with you when he meets new people. So in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Let's give the Lord a and- offering. And one one more prayer I would like, and I like I would like the audience to agree with you and pray for me too, on all these topics that we're going through. Um, again, this person that's talking for me, doing paperwork for me, really, over the phone. Uh, I pray and ask that God will have them be in one accord with God in his thinking and his doing, and that nothing outside of Christ will happen. Yes. Also, also I have, uh, and, and you don't have to pray that, uh, you can just agree with me. I ask it in the magic, majestic name of Jesus Christ, amen. I also have a problem that there's this person that moved in. He was sent by the devil. He's been tormenting me and keeping me afraid. And he's got a bad spirit that I feel every time he enters the house or or if he's near the house within a mile, like I feel him. This may sound weird, but I know the devil sent this person a month after I got here. So I've been suffering five years and three months with this person. And I would like them to disappear or God to do something to them where they won't be able to come back to this house before I leave. So Lord, we come back to you again and we pray that you get this person out of Chris's life in any way you feel needs to be done, Lord. And if it so happens to be, Lord, that you change this guy's heart, and so let that be too because we can't say no to whatever you have planned and if you so changes his heart then praise god and that'd be a miracle i doubt that will happen lord because i don't know what i can't say i doubt it because i don't know what your plans are but if that be your will too lord then let that be but whatever it is your will is lord get him out of chris's life so that way lord that he can live a happier and healthier life and be able to be strong and be able to do things that he normally doesn't do on a regular everyday basis because of all the fear and torment that goes on in his life through this individual. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In the name of Jesus, I agree with you in the audience, amen. 
Well, guys, we've been on this show for one hour, 26 minutes, and 47 seconds. We got 51 minutes remaining on time. And after that goes away, we no longer can do the show unless we restart again. So thank you again, Chris, for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here with us. You still there, Chris? Yes, I'm here. Okay. I, I uh, took the phone away from my ear for a moment. No, no, you're fine. I just, I just heard dead silence there for a second. Because I always have issues during the show. But thank you again for coming on. I appreciate that, Chris. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's not it's not a problem. Like I told the listener, like I told the listeners, and I tell this Chris all the time. Every time we get on the phone, we have such a conversation. We should record those conversations and post them to the show, because they're full on messages right then and there. So I figured I'll at least give Chris a call and see if he wants to come on, because we will get into we like we were doing earlier during the announcements. We were getting into a full blown message during the announcements, and we weren't trying to. Isn't that the way it works with us, Chris? Yes. Once we start the spirit on fire, it just doesn't go out. And we, we, we don't plan it, and it just happens. And it's just it's weird. And like I said, we can spend all night talking to each other on the phone. All and night. we have. And we have. Oh, yeah. Sometimes to like 4 in the morning, I realize I got to get up for work tomorrow the next day. <laughs> And me too. I I, I uh, have to deal with the house manager. Um, that's another testimony I would like to share right now. Is um, Andrew here has been praying for me about the house manager. I know, as I've been letting him know, he's been coming too many times. He's only supposed to come two days a week out of seven days. He was coming seven days out of seven days at one point, and now he's only staying. Today he only stayed an hour, which is really unusual for a Monday. He usually stays four hours on a Monday, and uh, this weekend he didn't come, and I don't even think he was here. Yeah, he wasn't even here Friday, last Friday, a few days ago Friday he wasn't here, and I thank God that he's answering prayer for me. And he can answer prayer for all of you that are listening. Absolutely. Just remember that. Just remember that. Like I say, prayer is the answer to all things. And before we do anything else, let's pray for the show. Let's pray for the listeners who are going to come in later on to get this word again. Because, like I said, this is also a pre-recorded afterwards. The, the pre-recorded... What we just did now would be saved to the Spreaker and the Google and the Apples and all that. So anybody who comes in after the fact can still hear the same show. So let's pray real quick so that they can get something out of it too. Go ahead, Chris. And I I would like to also say that we got to remember one way that we can really get close to God is through prayer. We can commune with God with prayer. Communing with God with prayer is one of the most beautiful things and the most important things we can do because that's how we get to talk to the Father, through Jesus Christ, His Son. Jesus said, none can come to the Father but through me. Amen. And every time we pray and ask it in the name of Jesus and say amen, so it is. 
If none of you know what amen means, it means, and so it is. And that is what seals the deal on our prayers when we say amen. But what really seals the deal is saying, in the name of Jesus, we pray this prayer, amen. And what's funny, too, is because Chris doesn't know anything about this, and on my phone I have a note that I saved. I was going to add this to my show, but uh, I didn't have a way of adding this, and Chris didn't know anything about this. And I said, the question is, how do we get redeemed from our sins? We call on his name. So he was absolutely right when he says pray to God. We call on the name of God. We pray to God and that God will answer our prayers. And the second thing is when Chris said that uh, amen means so be it, it does. And here, here's a little, a little trivial fact. If you look at uh, the ASL sign language book, the, the term or the word for amen is this and I'm not gonna I can't demonstrate because I can't do it over the phone because or over the podcast because no one would actually be able to see this but you take your hand you stick you make a fist you stick your thumb up you you set it on top of your hand you circle it around and you hit your hand again like you're stamping something you ever seen where they like at like an important office where they have those stamps well that that right there when you stamp your hand means amen and what a stamp usually means is so be it. Because when when like the post office finalizes the letter with a stamp, that means so be it. It's being sent to that specific address that you send it to. So that in the term, if you if you actually look at the sign for for Amen in sign language, it actually represents like stamping something and so being it. Just like Chris said. So it's just cool how something that's uh, trivial is not trivial, but uh, something that's not pertaining to what you know we are talking about per se, but can mean something like it's just a sign if in sign language, it's not something that's English, and but it's still it still has significance, and you can you can see the or imagine just looking at it that what it's meaning, and just you know, it's cool how God uses all these different things. To, Another meaning for amen is, and so it is. Yep. And it's cool how God uses other things to convey his word. Just because it doesn't, if it's not, just like it's not in the Bible, like I can use, I can use a ketchup bottle as a, as a reference to God's word. But ketchup bottles are not in the Bible, anywhere in the word, but God can use that ketchup bottle to display a word for it. I gave one to Dan once. I said, Dan, I said, you're like this ketchup bottle. Because that's not in the word. I said, no, the Bible doesn't say anything about ketchup bottles. But I said, but God, yeah, I said, what, what, what happens when people pick up the bottle? They hit the bottom of the ketchup bottle, right? He said, yeah. I said, they're using it. I said, you're going to be used just like that ketchup bottle in mighty ways for God. And so Dan accepted that because that was a word from God. Even though the word ketchup bottle itself is not in the Bible, God can use that. God can use anything in this world as an example to show his true word. If he wants to get out there, he will get it out there in any way, shape, or form he can. Amen? Amen. So with that being said, guys, that was our show for today. We had a good time, Chris, and I enjoyed having you on again. And we'll be praying for you this week to, so that you can again appear on the show again next week if you so desire to and like i said listeners 
Let and us... I need a lot of I need a lot of prayer. I'm sorry for interrupting. I, I as you can tell, um, I need a lot of prayer. Everyone out there, uh, I'm the battle's really not over yet until I'm out of this place. Um, another thing I thought of that I need prayer about is. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I can't. I lost my train of thought. That's I okay. really apologize. No, that's fine. We all do that sometimes. But the Lord will bring it back to your remembrance. If not, then we'll just we'll just put it this way, guys. Chris right now, for some reason, can't remember, so he has what's called an unspoken prayer request that he wants you to pray for him, and God knows what the prayer is, and therefore it will be prayed for. But it's called an unspoken because if you don't know what it is or you don't want no one to know what it is, because you always, you, you don't always tell the right hand what the left hand is doing in ministry when you're a walk with Christ. Meaning you don't tell every bit of detail of everything to everybody. Because number one, that can make them feel sorry for you. Number two, that can cause all kinds of other stuff. So you don't always tell the right hand what the left hand is doing. It's like you don't go around to people, well, I gave to, you know, so-and-so, and I gave her 50 bucks. You're, you're, you're just bragging now. So don't always tell the left hand what the right hand is doing. That way Satan doesn't know what, what you need prayer for. If he doesn't know what you need prayer for, then how can he how can he screw it up? He can't. He can't screw something up if he doesn't know it. Amen. Amen. So that being said, guys, let's pray real quick for the end of the show and for the listeners who will be coming in later on. Lord, we thank you that we, as in me, Chris, and the listeners, got to get together again, Lord. We got to super glue you to the middle of our surrounding, the middle of our table, and got to sup and have dinner with you, Lord. That we got to learn, not just learn, but learn about you and your word and learn what it is that you want us to do how we are to not lean to our own understandings, Lord, and help us to not lean to our own understandings. Give us the wisdom and the knowledge to lean onto your understandings, your path. Because without you, Lord, we are useless. And with you, we are fruitful in our everyday lives. So we thank you, Lord, that you're continuing to be the hedge of protection over us, the hedge of protection over Chris, me, each and every listener and the ministry, Lord, that we are going to continue with our faith into loving you, worshiping you, and giving you every bit of our heart that we can, Lord. Because the Bible says that He, the Bible says that He wants, or God, or Jesus wants all of our heart. That mean that doesn't mean He just wants part of it. He wants everything that we have, all that we are inside that heart. God wants it. So that he can come back and he can say, well done, good and faithful servant. Come on, enter into my kingdom and my glory. So, Lord, we ask you to write the message on the tablets of our heart that when we depart, we go to be with you, Lord. You'll never depart from us. We ask, I ask you, Lord, to bless everyone that's out of my voice that not be a selfish prayer. Not one of those, well, I just want it, so you got to give it to me. Like my sister at one point, she, and excuse me for saying this, but I love her to death, but she has spirits in her. She gets so ir agitated over like, just little things like her mom wouldn't give her super glue. 
I thought, well, I need my super glue, and she is having a fit. Or, you know, there's times when she it's just, and I'm I've lost my train of thought where I was going at now. Well, then not be selfish, because there's a lot of times where she is selfish, Lord. And she said at one point in time, she goes, well, she goes, my weed doesn't work on my TV, and I want everyone. She goes, and then Mom said, uh, well, maybe save up your money, you'll be able to buy you a TV. A good one that works on it. She goes, I don't want to buy my TV. I want everyone else to buy it for me. The mom goes, well, if you clean up your room a little bit, I'll help you. She goes, well, I love living in a pigsty. Well, that was the demon speaking through her at that moment entirely. So with that being said, bless them, Lord, that not be selfish. Not one of those I, I want just because I have to have it. Rather than I needed to do what I need to do for you, God. So give them their heart's desires that not be selfish. And Lord, I ask you to heal them from the tops of their heads to the soles of their feet from cancer and diabetes and multiple sclerosis and MD and muscular dystrophy and all these other illnesses, Lord. Especially the coronavirus. Yes, especially the coronavirus. And yes, Lord, the ones they contracted themselves through sin, the HIV, the AIDS, the syphilis, the gonorrhea. Now, why do I ask you to heal them, Lord? Because it shows your mercy, your power, and your grace. And I'm reminded again of the scripture, Lord, in your word, it says, you came through the door. It said, didn't say you opened the door, you passed through the door. You said, Thomas, look at my hands, thrust your finger into my side and see that I'm not God. Thomas got on his knees and said, what, Lord? Is it truly you are the Son of God? And what did you say? Blessed are those who have seen and believed. But it didn't stop there. He said, Blessed are those who have not seen but yet believed as well. So show them now, Lord, so that when you, when they need anything from you again, they do not have to see because they've already seen it before. So with that being said, we praise you, we thank you, we honor you. It's all in the matchless name of Christ that we pray. Amen. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening. God keep you safe. Absolutely. And like I always say, Chris, and I love doing this because this is and this was this was this was part of our message as well too. But as always, this is TGIF reminding you to one, trust in the Lord in all your ways. Two, lean not to your own understandings. And three, in all your ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct your path. Again, Chris, thank you and good night. Thank you. And for you listeners out there, thank you and good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.